Welcome back to the Consumer Toolbox. I'm your host, Milagros. There's one thing we can relate to. We are all consumers who at one time or another have purchased a product or service that did not go as planned. How we resolve the matter, though, depends on how we deal with the situation from the very start. Some of us pick up the telephone, others go back to the store or merchant or turn to social media outlets, while others choose to send an email or write a letter. It's all a matter of preference, but what matters most is how to effectively complain in order to be heard as a consumer or better yet, a valued customer. When we have a consumer problem, we want our voices heard right there and then. But our first priority should be to remove our emotion from the situation, which will help to soften our tone. In this episode of the Consumer Toolbox, I'm going to dive right into the subject of ways to complain effectively. I pondered for days on whether or not to make this the topic of this episode of the Consumer Toolbox, but after much consideration, I thought, well, why not? This, too, is relevant consumer education. You see, in my many years of doing consumer advocacy work, I have listened to thousands of consumers and have read just as many complaints. And I can tell you that how you address your complaint to a business or merchant matters, and matters most. There are many complaints you can resolve on your own if you know how to properly complain to the company or business. So let me explain. To complain means to express your concerns or dissatisfaction with a product or service. How one should complain is not part of the meaning, although I wish it was. For instance, when we don't properly complain, or become too assertive with our words, rather than being polite and courteous, we run the risk of being left with an unresolved complaint. Too often, consumers get, hmm, let me say, get carried away by blowing off steam, express too much of their feelings, or let their emotions get in the way, rather than address the issue of their complaint. This happens when a frustrated consumer calls a business or merchant and loses focus when addressing the matter. When we are describing our situation in such intense moment, we want to make sure that we select our words carefully while being specific and concise with the facts. I'm sure many of you have heard the term You attract more bees with honey, which, by the way, is one of my favorite quotes and a good one to live by. The quote is equally important when you have to complain. If you want to be heard, you must politely talk your way through until you reach that one person or department that will listen to you and help with a resolution. There is no denying that when we feel that a business took advantage of us, or we feel that we got ripped off or misled by a company, or were sold a product that does not do what it was designed to do or conform to its standards, or better yet, we pay for a product or service that was not delivered, we immediately think of our consumer rights, and then we get upset. You see, this is normal, and it's perfectly okay. But what is not okay 
is picking up the telephone in the heat of the moment and venting our frustration to the person on the other end, who may potentially be that one person who can help you. But that's if you are not blowing off steam, using offensive words, or making threats. This is when I encourage consumers to stop, breathe, take a step back, or walk away from their situation. Taking a moment or two to calm down will make all the difference. Remember that your losing control of your emotions could risk losing control of a resolution. For instance, if you get me on the telephone and you seem upset or frustrated when describing your situation, I may encourage you to take a moment to breathe or maybe get a glass of water, which by the way helps. Believe me when I tell you that I understand as I know how it feels to be a consumer and have a problem with a product or service. This is why I want to empower you with tips and suggestions to help you when you find yourself in a similar situation and you need to complain. However, I try to practice what I teach and do my due diligence in keeping calm when explaining my situation to others. When I feel that I'm not being heard, I calmly and politely ask to speak with a supervisor or someone with authority. And when my request is ignored or denied, I always make sure to thank the individual before I offer to submit my concerns in writing. This is when I actually take a breather and return to address the matter a little later when I'm in better spirits to express myself in writing. Writing a letter allows me the time I need to reflect. So if you're wondering exactly what you need to write in your letter of complaint, it's this simple if you structure the letter. You want to make sure that you introduce yourself first and foremost. It's perfectly okay to tell the business whether you are a longtime customer or a new one. Identify the product or service and include the model or serial number that you're complaining about. State the date of purchase or transaction. In a few sentences, and I emphasize few, describe the problem you're having. Do not go into he said, she said details. This is one mistake consumers often make. They tend to go into what I like to call unnecessary telltales or ramble off losing the interest of the reader. Instead, state the facts of your complaint, and it's always a good idea to be very concise and genuinely honest. Even when you're upset or frustrated, you want to avoid stating your feelings or frustrations. Instead, do your very best to adhere to a complimentary tone. You want to end the letter by stating what you are looking for as a resolution. You also want to make sure to specify a reasonable time limit or date for their response. While you may be eager to resolve the matter, some companies require time to research and do a thorough and complete investigation. Be sure to include your best contact telephone number and of course an email address. And don't forget to thank them in advance for their prompt response and anticipated resolution. Finally, you want to make sure you include a copy of the purchase receipt or any photos you may have. 
It's also a good idea to mail the letter certified mail. Return receipt requested. As for locating the mailing address for the business, merchant, or corporation, you can often find that information online if you simply use a search engine. You can also look for it on the warranty papers you may have. Other online resources are the Better Business Bureau, the Secretary of State where the business is located, or on the website USA.gov if it's a big corporation. Now, if you are still wondering as to the significance of writing a letter of complaint, let me give you some valid reasons. When you write a letter, it is your opportunity to state your case without having your emotions at bay. You are creating a written record for your file and the business. You are giving them an opportunity to have a much better understanding of your dispute. I also like to believe that it gives the business or merchant the opportunity to reflect or take your matter serious. If you need to pursue your dispute with your local attorney general, small claims court, or private legal counsel, you'll now have a record showing that you made a reasonable attempt to resolve the matter on your own before taking further action. And one final thing, if you're going to address your complaints on social media, you want to avoid ranting. Instead, you want to simply state that you have an issue with the company or product and you want to ask them to contact you to further address that issue. In closing, I want to say that it's important for you to know that a complaint letter is an avenue you can take to resolve the matter on your own. However, it is not required or necessary in order to file a complaint with your local attorney general or advocacy group. The Consumer Toolbox is simply offering this information to educate you and provide you with the tools you need to continue to make informed decisions. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Consumer Toolbox. If you did, be sure to subscribe and encourage your family and friends to listen and subscribe as well. If there's a topic that you want to hear more about, send us an email at theconsumertoolbox at gmail.com.